So tonight, I'm going to read uh, for all of us some of Prabhupada's letters that he wrote to devotees. They have a lot of lessons in them. I could have started anywhere, but I decided to start on 1973 August, because that's the, the month and year that I walked into the ashram and interesting. I always wonder what those things were for. And uh, when I walked into the temple in San Francisco, I assumed that the spiritual master would be there. So I came to find him and they told me that uh, he was traveling. But not to worry because they said he's fully present in his books. And that's something that I had experienced for myself before I had met devotees, is reading the books that I had gotten, for, one from a friend, a Back to Godhead magazine, and another, a few books I got from a bookstore called Shambhala Books in Berkeley, California. After I read the Back to Godhead magazine, I saw an, av an advertisement in the magazine for the Sri Upanishad. Uh, the Bhagavad Gita as it is. I had Bhagavad Gita, but not as it is. And uh, I found another one in there because when I went in there, I told them that I wanted all the books by A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. And they had three. And the third one was called On the Way to Krishna. It was a hardback. And so I read all those books and then came to join the temple. And it was the day after Rathayatra in San Francisco. So I missed the Rathiatra, I didn't know what it was. But they were putting away the carts and such. And uh, as it turns out, Prabhupada wasn't present there. He was in Bhaktivedanta Manor, as it turns out. So, you have on the way to Krishna. Wow, that's beautiful. You happen to carry that with you, or is that one you're distributing? That's a good idea. Somebody's out there waiting for it. Okay. So, okay, Prabhupada writes, My dear Janava Dasi, please accept my blessings. I beg to acknowledge receipt of your letter dated August 20th, 1973. You have written so many nice things in praise of me, but I think that my Guhu Maharaj is great. I am not great, he is great. So sometimes by association of the great, one appears great, just like the sun is great heat and light. And by reflecting the greatness of the sun's light and the, the moon in dead of night also appears great. But actually the moon is by nature dark and cold, but in association with sun, it has become accepted as great. This is the real position. So I thank you very much that you are appreciating my Guru Maharaj, who wanted to preach Krishna consciousness all over the world. He is so great. I hope this letter meets you in good health. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. The next is a letter to Gurudas. 
My dear Gurudas, please accept my blessings. I beg to acknowledge receipt of your letter dated 23 July 1973 and I have noted the contents carefully. Yes, why not? You may write uh, to the other temples and ask them to contribute something to the program. That is approved by me. I simply want to see that the work is going on vigorously and the money shall not be used to pay bad bill. The money should simply be used for construction. Another thing is that my living quarters may be finished by this coming October, or at least habitable, so it may be used if I go to Vrindavan by Kartik Vrat. What about that front piece of land not yet in our possession? I hope this letter meets you well. P. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. P.S. I have received your letter of the 28th July, but I have not yet received the photos under separate cover. Yeah, didn't open in Kartik. Again, opened in 1975. Ram Nomi, 1975. Sometimes it takes a little longer than usual to get a construction project done. And also costs more money than one expected in the beginning. Kind of a rule of thumb. Also, the first letter is indicative of the, the mood of a devotee. In fact, Prabhupada expressed that same mood when I first met him, along with my dear friend Keshava Bharti, who was at that time a grahasta. He and Jayananda Prabhu lived in an apartment and that was a half a block from the San Francisco temple. They uh, would paint the whole place, uh, clean it from top to bottom, pa clean the place, paint it, and um, Prabhupada would stay there and they'd move out when he was there. And we went up and met Prabhupada. And when uh, we were being introduced to him. Keshav Bharti, that time Keshav Bharti, now he's Keshav Bharti Swami, said to Prabhupada, uh, it is your mercy, Prabhupada. It was in context of uh, Keshav Bharti had had big scores on book distribution. And he said, it is, it's your mercy, Prabhupada. It's all your mercy. And Prabhupada went, is not. It is the mercy of my Guru Maharaj. And Keshav Bharti Maharaj, when, when Prabhupada, I think I did it, uh, I didn't do it completely right. He said, it is not. It is not. And Keshav Bharti Maharaj was startled by that. He thought I made an offense. And then Prabhupada continued with it is the mercy of my Guru Maharaj. So there's a way in which Prabhupada always stayed in that position as the humble servant of the servant and that it was the mercy of his Guru Maharaj. As you could see from that letter, very plainly he deflected and, and said, I'm only reflecting. I'm like the dark moon, but actually I'm reflecting. The only light is coming from my Guru Maharaj. And that's the mood, the mood of a servitor of somebody who's in the line of Discipline succession. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur on his Vyasa Puja day. Vyasa Puja means the, the day, the birthday, 
we call it the appearance day of the guru, and then Vyasa is, is the first guru who brings the Vedas to the world. Therefore, Vyasa Puja, Puja means worship, so the birthday of a spiritual master is called Vyasa Puja because he or she is representing the disciplic succession. And on his Vyasa Puja day, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur had given a talk in which he said that, um, what am I doing sitting on this big seat above everybody else here? Am I a an animal in the zoo garden, he said. I must be like some kind of beast to th think I could sit above others. That Then he went on to explain that actually he's uh, playing a role. He's following the order of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who said to take the position of guru and, and go everywhere and try to liberate people. So he, he said, <clears throat> He made the point that actual humility means to follow the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, not to artificially uh, not take a responsible role when one can. So there's this uh, way in which uh, devotees consider themselves to be instruments. And when they're representing accurately the Guru Prampara, considering themselves the, the, as Prabhupada said, like a postal peon who carries the letter and maybe there may be money in it, there may be important paperwork, whatever it is, he just carries it to the destination and delivers it and never considers this is mine or that I have some exalted position. It's just that um, I'm carrying the message. Of course, Sakshadaritoi Mastamasta Shastra, Prabhupada explained also that one who's taking that position should be respected because, well, and he gives an example like the viceroy. The viceroy would be, represent the king because the king can't go anywhere, uh, everywhere. And nowadays, like in America, we have the vice president. So if the president can't go, the vice president goes. Or the king had a viceroy who would go, and the viceroy wasn't the king, but representing the king. And would take all kinds of offerings uh, that people would give, but it would be in a sealed box taken back and given back to the king. And Prabhupada also gives the example sometimes in a corporation, somebody's given power of attorney to come and sign a contract. And as far as the people are concerned, if the person comes from Toyota, that was the person who was deputed, that person has all the rights and privileges of Toyota. And if he or she signs the paperwork, then the deal is complete because the representation is there and accurate. So this was an important, uh, we can see from Prabhupada's letters because they're, um, they're, they're um, demonstrative of, of this mood. Okay, next one. I'll take a few more and then take some reflections. This is a letter to Bhaktadas, who was my technically second temple president. We had one temple president, Bhutatma Prabhu, who just passed away recently.
And after I joined, I went on traveling sankirtan. And while we were on traveling sankirtan, the te temple presidency changed while we were on the road. So when we got back, we had a new temple president, Bhaktadas. And here's Prabhupada's letter to him. My dear Bhaktadas, please accept my blessings. I beg to acknowledge receipt of your letter dated 29 April 1973 and have noted the contents very carefully. From your report, I can understand that you are very enthusiastic. I like also your idea of celebrating Govardhan Puja. This should be our program to attract the general mass of people. If we go on preaching vigorously as we have been for another 25 years, then all these other so-called religions will disappear. After all, what do they have to offer? In the Christian religion, all we see is Christ's picture as he was crucified. So how people can be attracted to such a thing? There's no science, philosophy, music, art, prasadam. It is no wonder that the people are rejecting this nonsense. Not that Christ himself was nonsense, but those who are preaching in his name, they are nonsense because they do not follow even the simplest of his orders, thou shalt not kill. I have met with many, I have met so many Christians and when I ask them why Christians are killing, they cannot answer. The first principle of spiritual life is nonviolence. They will say killing in this manner means actually murder, but accepting even this argument, it means that the society in which Christ was preaching were composed of murderers. So what kind of men were they? And practically we see it is a fact that because they murdered Lord George Jesus Christ. At any rate, there is nothing in the world that can compare with our movement of chanting and dancing. So chant and dance, and when you get tired, take prasadam. This is our actual solid preaching work all over the world. I've noted that you are collecting great amounts of money. Therefore, I humbly request you send 50% to India for the Vrindavan Building Fund. Don't spoil the money in any way. Simply utilize it for Krishna's purpose. I hope this letter meets you well. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Note below, money may be sent to the following account. Central Bank of India, Head Office, Bombay, ISKCON, Building Fund Account Number 9-381. Next letter is on 3rd August, 1973, to uh, Rameshwar in Los Angeles. My dear Rameshwar, Please accept my blessings. I am in receipt of your letter dated July 29th, 1973, and have noted the contents with great pleasure. There is no doubt about it. To distribute books is our most important activity. The temple is a place not for eating and sleeping, but as a base from which we send out our soldiers to fight with Maya. Fight with Maya means to drop thousands and millions of books into the lap of the conditioned souls just like during wartime, the bombs are raining from the sky like anything. So, you are the expert in this field. I like also your program of sending out your best men to teach the others. That is the actual process of Krishna consciousness. To train others, continue this program so that in the future, every devotee in our movement will know the art of distributing books. This is approved by me. I hope this letter meets you well. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. Next is letter to the manager of Central Bank of in India. 
on 5th of August. Dear Sir, regarding our account 9-381 International Society for Christian Consciousness Building Fund, I wish to send some money on account of building fund. So, mm, I wish to send some money on account of building fund. As soon as you receive it, you have to transfer it for fixed deposit account for six months. Please send me the necessary papers for our joint signatures. The purpose of dispatching this money is for the construction of temples in India. Prior to this letter, we requested you to send us a statement of accounts, but we have not received any such statement till now. Kindly send the statement below. Yours sincerely, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. And letter to Tamal Krishna. My dear Tamal Krishna, Tamal Krishna was in Bombay at this time, and Prabhupada still at Bhaktivedanta Manor. Please accept my blessings. Hansaduta has sent you one copy of a letter addressed to the manager, Central Bank of India, account number 9-381, ISKCON Building Fund. Previously, I asked them to send me a statement of this account, but I have received no reply from them. Please, therefore, go see the manager with a copy of the letter already sent you and the enclosed letter. I wish to send money to this account as you asked me in your letter dated July 15, 1973, but one thing I'm asking you, whether any negotiation has taken place or not. If no negotiation, then why transfer money unnecessarily to be blocked? Please, therefore, let me know definitely on this point so I can do the needful. Previously, I heard that Giriraj had opened another book fund account in the overseas bank. Is this correct? If so, what is the balance amount there that I also, that I also want to know and who is jointly signing checks in the overseas bank. If there is any such account, please immediately transfer to the Central Bank of India Building Fund account and let me know all these points in detail. This is absolutely necessary. Whatever amount you have collected, that also deposit in this account. But the main point is whether any negotiations or settlement is there. I am prepared to send the balance of nine lakhs but I do not wish to block this amount without definite understanding. Kindly reply this letter immediately. I hope this letter meets you in good health. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. And then I'll read the next one to Madhudwish, and then we can uh, take some reflections. Okay? My dear Madhudwish, please accept my blessings. I offer my acknowledgement receipt of your letter and enclosed check for Dakshina. In the meantime, I've also received a package of photographs. Your festival appears to be just like Jagannath Puri. It is so encouraging to me to see how enthusiastic, very enthusiastic you are working there. Yes, I shall certainly come to your Rathiatra festival next year. Regarding selling books in karmic clothes, Yes, it may be done. There is no harm. This book distribution and Rathiatra festivals should go on all over the world. I want to introduce this Rathiatra festival program all over the world. If you can actually supply the society with Gorni Thai deities, it will be a great achievement. But one thing is, you should try to find out some strong wood. In India, they use neem wood because this wood is not attacked by termites. If you can find out a similar wood, there will, 
uh, there, that will be best. Or you may see if you can import this wood from India if it is not too expensive. When you have finished something, then send me a photograph. Regarding the taking of sannyas of Purushottam, I have as yet not received any recommendation from you. So if you recommend him, then I shall send the cloth, kopin, and mantra. You can make the rod there. Yes, the accredited teacher may lead a gurukula, but first of all, let him understand our philosophy perfectly and become himself strong. So I thank you for your support. I have sent one letter and sample of Satsrup Goswami's report, which I consider to be standard for the other GBC member to follow. So please see it and try to follow his example. I hope this letter meets you in good health. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. Let's hear what kind of impressions you, you have from hearing these letters. We can discuss. First thing is, uh, Shri Prabhupada always signed your ever well wisher. And uh, it's so nice because he is our ever well wisher, the Guru is. And um, about uh, you know, offering all his, well, all the credit to his spiritual master, uh, once Mother Yamuna told Shri Prabhupada that he, just rem the way he was sitting, he reminded her. Um, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Maharaj and he said that uh, actually my spiritual master is like gold and I'm like iron so can my spiritual master is what? like gold like gold and I'm iron iron so he's wow. always giving their credit to Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Maharaj very nice points and also because um, he was very, very strict, I like about Lakshmi, that he mustn't s waste any of Krishna's energy, let alone just Lakshmi, but, you know, light, water. When he would see a tap running, he wouldn't tell anybody, but he would leave the walk and turn it off, and then he would carry on walking. And I had experience like that. Um, I lived in a, a center that had six floors, and we used to go on Sankirtan, and whenever I came back, all the lights were on. So I was tired, I was hungry, so but still I would go keep putting the lights off until I reached my floor, the fourth floor. But then when I came down to the kitchen to take something to eat, the lights were off, on again. <laughs> so after some time I thought, I'm not doing it now because I tried, keep putting it on, and I mean often somebody puts it on. And then I had a dream, and I was standing in a, one of the buildings there, and the light was above me, and there were a group of devotees, and we were chanting and talking. And Srila Prabhupada came, he didn't say anything, he looked very grave. He just put the light off, and then he walked away. So I got my answer that I should put the lights off, whether you know, I like it to not go up and down, up and down until I go to sleep. Wow, that's a very powerful dream. In Mayapur, when my friend Banabhata Prabhu was the temple commander, 
in the early days there were there was construction going on and near the the front gate which was we called the wall back then um, there was some scaffolding and there was one single light bulb that was blazing it was practically the only light you could see on the whole campus and to get across from Prapa's room to to that place was a, a, a little bit of a trek. You had to go across the the what was more or less a field back then that wasn't very developed in Mayapur. And so when Prabhupada looked out and the 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 sun was going down and he saw that light was still blazing there, he he told uh, Banabata, "Go turn it off." So he had to go across the campus, climb up the scaffolding, and turn the light off. Uh, Prabhupada was very careful about conserving Krishna's energy, not wasting it. He kept accounts. You can even see on the Jaladuta in his diary that he, he accounted for every penny that he had, that he spent, that he had. Any other impressions from hearing some of these letters so far? Yes? Hare Krishna, Krishna. Uh, in the first letter, Prabhupada is giving credit to his Guru Maharaj. That so from this I learned that uh, I am no, if I am doing anything good, there is no credit of mine because uh, due to my force I was doing all the rascal activities. Only due to the Krishna consciousness I am able to do something good. I don't know whether it is good or not. And uh, and Prabhupada mentioned, I, I think in two le letters I read that he, he read the content carefully. Yes. And uh, I personally felt that uh, many times when I, when I react without uh, considering all the aspects of the situation, and there is some problem. I, I get angry or, and there was problem with the devotees. So after that I, I took counseling and uh, I started uh, considering all the aspects of the situation and I realized that giving some time to the situation it saved a lot of uh, time and regret after this uh, anger and everything. To read carefully, yeah that's a good point. You can gloss over it and then make a decision and well, you didn't read the letter? I said the opposite. <laughs> there could be uh, so many mistakes made if it's not careful. Just the, the sheer volume of letters that Prabhupada wrote. It takes a while to write these letters. Mostly by this time you can see there's a note at the bottom that he's dictating them and somebody's writing them. Prabhupada, off, to save time, Prabhupada would oftentimes dictate the letters when he was getting massage. Some His secretary would be there and um, Prabhupada needed massage to keep his circulation going, but then he would be um, hear the incoming and then he would be uh, speaking and then somebody would be taking notation, write the letter and then send it out. But there are hundreds. Brent, do you have a point? Yeah, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Um, I, I thought it was interesting that he, how he follows up on things. He doesn't just give instructions and then just hope for the best. Uh -huh. He yeah. followed up and he, he followed up with the bank manager, he followed up with Tamal Krishna, he, he made sure that the resources were being used yes. correctly. Yes, that's a good point. And that's, uh, 
while listening to these letters in succession and you find interspersed with personal encouragements to devotees, then there's a lot of practical correspondence or prophets opening, closing bank accounts, accounting for where devotees are and where the new center's gonna be. It's amazing how he was able to keep all this going and still write all his books. And meanwhile, he was elderly and he was traveling, which is difficult in and of itself, even if you're young. You end up in all kinds of places and you just, like, I always like to say that when you're traveling, you get what you get. When you're home, you get what you want. <laughs> but Prabhupada was always traveling, right? So I'm traveling right now, um, and I've got work to do back at home. <laughs> and I'm following up with it, and it, it really kind of puts it in perspective. Like, I, I just want to be out there you know, <laughs> doing what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows <laughs> what I'm doing here, but... Um, but there's still business to be done, so after a long day of having wonderful association here, um, I have to go write emails with slow internet connection. <laughs> Get all yeah. of that stuff done. I, I yeah. That's, it's inspiring. To, yeah. Yeah. Nice case in point. Shambhakti. Uh, so, Maharaj, I was just thinking how Prabhupada dealt with the Lakshmi. And uh, in regards to that, I just recall your uh, instruction or your class on Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati's uh, appearance day. You said that whole world is just a paraphernalia for engage for do for doing your you know service for Krishna. So I mean, Prabhupada was so careful in dealing with things, thinking that everything I can engage in Krishna's service. And I just recall one pastime when he was coming to Vrindavan. One of the devotees says that. He thought that when Prabhupada is coming to Vrindavan in the taxi, he was thinking, oh, Prabhupada is going to share something related to Radha Krishna's pastime. But as soon as he came to Vrindavan and the temple was building up, the very first thing he, he says, cement. So, <laughs> so even for, you know, for a sack of, uh, you know, cement, he, he engaged into Krishna's service. He was so careful. So just thought of that. Yeah, nice points. Nice points. Okay, I'll read a couple more letters. We'll keep our ears tuned to Prabhupada's mood. Yes, from the archives in North Carolina, there's a bound, oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I'm not sure if those are still in print. We can check with the archives. The Bhaktivedanta archives are the ones who printed it originally, and I'm not sure if they're still available. And one thing it was, <laughs> actually it's kind of an interesting point, is that was um, probably indicated in a, a couple of places that it's not necessarily that we should publish everything he said. There's this kind of back and forth about this there has been over the years. It was like, well, Prabhupada said it, therefore it's perfect. Well, okay, no doubt. but. Uh, there are certain things he, he mentioned that we should perhaps have discretion about at certain times. And because uh, some of them were more internal. So I know in like some of the letters, there may be uh, internal dealings that um, it, it requires some research to see, you know, what's best to publish. I believe that's one of the reasons that uh, the 
archives may not have republished the books because there were uh, the books of letters, because there was uh, there's some discrepancy, or at least some ongoing discussion about whether every single letter should be published or not. Of course, there are yes. Shelmi Heaney's there. Well, that's big news. She offers her obeisance and all glories to Prabhupada. I really appreciated how Srila Prabhupada was investing so much energy in training the leaders. I especially noted how Prabhupada shared the, quote, report prepared by Satsvarup Maharaj for others to follow. Yes. Also, he mentioned to Rameshwar, er, in one of the earlier letters I read tonight, that this is uh, my program that uh, um, you should go out and train the others those who are experienced to train the others. He wanted everyone to go out. In fact, Rameshwar started the, uh, the first party that I um, joined after San Francisco. They had sent me to Chicago because there was a party formed there under Prabhupada's direction of devotees who would learn the art of book distribution and then go everywhere and teach everybody else. Rameshwar Prabhu had this uh, brainstorm uh, based on what Prabhupada had said. And uh, partly that's what Rameshwar was reacting to, was Prabhupada saying, this is our program. Have the devotees go out and train the others. So um, that was also the mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in cleaning the Gudicha temple. There were hundreds of devotees bringing water pots and then they were working together in the Gudicha temple to clean the straw and dust and leaves and then the smaller particles. They cleaned three times and then they cleaned outside so no dust would come back in. And while they were cleaning, of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu collected the biggest pile of straw and dust and so forth. And then he observed how the others were doing. And when he saw that someone was doing better than the others, he would direct them, now you should teach everybody else how to do better than they're doing. It was his mood, the same mood Prabhupada had. Ready for a couple more? Letter to Bhutatma. He was my first temple president. San Francisco. My dear Bhutatma, please accept my blessings. I beg to acknowledge receipt of your letter and enclosed photographs of the Rathiatra festival. If we introduce this festival in all big cities of the world alongside with book distribution, then in no time we will conquer the whole world. Yes, certainly I shall come to your festival next year. Thank you. And he did. By your recommendation, I have chanted upon the enclosed sacred thread and agreed to accept the devotee Jambavan Das Brahmachari for second initiation. Becomes twice born. He becomes twice born, or Brahman. The qualifications of a Brahmana are listed in the 18th chapter Verse 42 of the Bhagavad Gita. Peacefulness, self-control, austerity, purity, tolerance, honesty, wisdom, knowledge, and religiousness. These are the qualities by which the brahmanas work. So you should be very much careful to see that our devotees are following the regulative principles and standard practices such as attending Mangalarti classes, Sankirtan, and reading our books. We want to create some men who can give guidance to the human society because at the present moment the society is without any intelligent head, namely Brahmins. 
Therefore, the whole world is confused for want of real guidance in the matter of ultimate goal of life. They have taken sense gratification as the ultimate goal, and therefore everyone is frustrated because the living entity has nothing to do with the temporary material senses. The senses will never be satisfied. Krishna must be satisfied, and the living entity as eternal part and parcel of the Supreme is automatically satisfied. So the Brahmins are supposed to serve the whole society by distributing this important information. Please help me in this way, and Krishna will bless you. I hope this letter finds you well. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. This is a letter to GBC members, written from Bhaktivedanta Manor on the 7th of August. Dear, my dear GBC members, please accept my blessings. I find amongst the GBC members that Sasrut Maharaj stands first because he submits regularly the report. A sample copy is enclosed herewith. I hope all GBC members follow in his footsteps. I hope this letter meets you all in good health. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Carbon copy, all GBC members. <laughs> Here's a letter to Bali Mardan, who is in New York. My dear Bali Mardan, please accept my blessings. I beg to acknowledge receipt of your books, which I find very nice. Actually, this book production is most important, and you have pleased me very much. Just go on and flood the world with these Krishna books. I hope this letter meets you well. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. P.S. Has Makunda done any business? If not, then this business has no ready buyer, and thus it has no prospect. That is my opinion. I understand that you are coming during the Janmashtami festival here at this place. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. Letter to Kirtanananda. My dear Kirtanananda, please accept my blessings. I beg to acknowledge receipt of your telegram from New York Quote, festival extended per letter, expect your grace, 23rd, send details. Here Shamasundra has arranged a gorgeous festival beginning 21st till 27th August. Just see the program. August 21st, Chief Guest, Indian High Commissioner. August 22nd, Chief Guest, George Harrison. August 23rd, Ecumenical Day, Chief Guest, Malcolm McGod... Mugger, Muggeridge, and representatives from all faiths. August 24th, Young People's Day, advertised four days before the event on all young people's programs on BBC Radio. At least 5,000 young people expected to come. August 25th, Businessman's Day, Chief Guest, guest Mr. Toyoto and Byron Rothschild. August 26th, Neighbors Day, Chief Guest Graham Hill. August 27th, Intellectuals Day. Chief guest, Dr. Wayne William Burroughs, Professor Alistair Hardy. So please excuse me, excuse, please, so please excuse me because I shall not be able to come there. When I return to America, I will come there. I hope this letter meets you well. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. Letter to Mahamsa. My dear Mahamsa, please Accept my blessings. I am due receipt of your letter dated 2nd August 1973 with enclosures and noted the contents carefully. Sriman 
Panalal Piti and Sriman Shishu are quite right when they say that the, the clause number five in the deed must be omitted. Tamal Krishna is not right. He says that we can always prove in the courts that whatever we do is in accordance with the rules and regulations of our society. But that clause number five will remain a pinprick in the whole arrangement. The Hyderabad caste Brahmanas came to fight with me on the issue that Brahmanas are made by birth, but we do not follow this principle. Therefore, now, if we accept this defect of donation and later on this question is raised, that we are getting the deity worship maintained by Europeans and Americans who are not born in Brahmin families, there will be a great litigation on this issue, and it may be judgment is against us. Then what will we do? We have to invest lakhs of rupees on this temple construction, and if later on this is and, and, and if later on this is cancelled, as you write distinctly, quote, the deed of trust shall stand as cancelled, and the property hereby conveyed in trust shall revert back to the author of the trust. So you think we are going to take such a risk? Suppose it is going to be reverted to the author of the trust, which means he gets the property worth lakhs of rupees invested by us. Tamal Krishna has no sense that he wants to settle up the things in court as he has done in our Bombay affairs. Unnecessarily, he has canceled our sales agreement with, Dr. with Mrs. Nair, and we are suffering so much litigation. So, in litigation. So he has not gained any experience. What is the meaning of going to court? Therefore, I cannot agree with him that we shall prove in court that we are doing all right. We do not want to keep any clause in the deed of gift which will generate a sort of litigation with the, and there was an indistinct blank in the future. The trust gift must be unconditional. So Sri Panalal Peti is right, and I agree with him. When I was in India, Tamal Krishna said that the draft deed would be first accepted by Panalal Piti, and then he would get it confirmed by our lawyer in Bombay. But I do not know why by talking on telephone you should decide such an important transaction. I hope either you or Tamal Krishna should not act anything in this connection without consulting our friends like Panalal Piti and finally approved by me. So one lakh of rupees, which I promised to pay first in the beginning of this construction, that promise stands good, and I shall immediately pay one lakh of rupees for construction as soon as the deed is finally executed. I hope this meets you in good health. In the book that uh, Giri Rajmarj published not so long ago called I'll Build You a Temple, there's uh, in chronological order the, the history of the building of the Hare Krishna Land Juhu project and Prabhupada is not reticent about taking up the details of legal matters for the sake of Krishna. This is also exemplified by Srila Jiva Goswami. We think of the six Goswamis as literary geniuses, but we know from history and some of the implements they left behind, legal implements, that is, that uh, especially Jiva Goswami. Let's speak of the others. I mean, Rupa and Sanatana were prime minister and minister of finance in a huge uh, government. That uh, 
Jiva Goswami had developed a a will and last last will and testament, which was uh, some people say, <clears throat> you know, a precedent setting at that time. And uh, he also did a lot of legal work to protect the temples that his uh, uncles had built. So um, devotees take the principle of yukta vairagya, anasaktaksa vishayan yatarham upayunjita nirbandha krishna sambandhe yuktam vairagya muchite prapanchitkateya budhyahari sambandhi vastini mamukshavi prityago vairagyam balgukachite that uh, the devotees engage everything in Krishna's service. And they're not uh, hesitant to involve themselves in legal matters or financial matters and the details of those in order to promote uh, Krishna's service and expand, for instance, the Sankirtan movement around the world. So these letters are examples of that. Prabhupada was deep into the details and very much aware of uh, what might work and what, not, what might not work. Also, I point out that even in modern-day ISKCON, these sorts of dealings are pretty much constant. Any organization that one establishes eventually will be uh, tested and attacked by uh, predators or just by um, the fact that uh, nothing's perfect and times change and you have to up update um, your legal status, governments change, so forth. So part of the service of expanding the Sankirtan movement means being attentive to all these details. I can say that uh, I never wanted to get into management and was artful at avoiding it for many years, decades, in fact, until somehow or other I found myself up to my neck in it and quite stressed by it until I accepted that actually this is the norm. I thought I was doing something wrong because there were so many problems. And then I realized that's the way it is everywhere. There's always some difficulty and some of them seem catastrophic. But for service, we have to stay in and deal with them until we're victorious or there's some sort of resolution that will allow us to continue and move on in the Sankirtan movement. That's just the way it is in the material world. I mean, even here in Vrindavan, there have been difficulties in the past. I know maybe it was a decade ago or so, the government was talking about how the wall was too far towards the street. They were just going to come with a bulldozer and you know, as you were mentioning, <laughs> they were building things. They, they, they wouldn't care that uh, Prabhupada Samadhi is there necessarily when they decide to widen the road or whatever. And, uh, you know, there, there, there's always some asset of Krishna's that has to be protected. And uh, Mayavadis are hands-off, whereas Vaishnavas, they apply the principle of Yukta Vairagya, and that is that everything has to be used in Krishna's service. Nothing can uh, uh, need be excluded. In fact, everything must be included because it's all part of Krishna's energies and all of it has to be used to support his cause.
that was probably long-winded saying the same thing but in an extended way does anybody else have any comments you'd like to make about any of the points so far letters Nirakula. in the first batch of letters and then in this one um i'm aware of Prabhupada subtly chastising the devotees um you know he he doesn't get real heavy but he he makes his point and and especially those who had association with Prabhupada and Prabhupada had put in uh, managerial positions, positions with a lot of responsibility. They understood what Prabhupada was expecting and what he was saying, you know, with just a few words. But the, the one letter that he wrote to, um, to Mal Krishna where he reiterate, you know, he goes through the points and then he reiterates them j just so they know what's the important thing and don't not do these things really left an impression on me. Regarding chastisement, subtle or otherwise, the devotees relish chastisement. Of course, they don't want to make mistakes, but when they're chastised, they're noticed. They feel that they've been noticed by Krishna or the spiritual master as an example. Srila Advaita Acharya, who's an incarnation of Mahavishnu, had a secretary named Kamalakanta Vishwas, and he had written a letter to Maharaj Prachaparudra mentioning something about a debt. He was uh, trying to clear that uh, was incurred by Srila Advaita Acharya. And the, the author of Chaitanya Charamrita, Krishnas Kaviraj Goswami, says, somehow or other, that letter ended up in the hands of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And when he read it, he became angry at this Kamalakanta, and he said, he's, he's a, a materialistically minded person. He doesn't understand anything. How could Advaitacharya have a debt? He's an incarnation of Mahavishnu. And he chastised him and said, tell him he can't come here anymore. And when Advaitacharya found out about it, he said, why you've favored him and not me? You've, you've uh, seen fit to chastise him, but not me. <laughs> so the devotees uh, appreciate when they receive some chastisement by the, by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. By the way, Kamala Kanta was forgiven by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, forgave him, and it was rectified. But the point is there about the ways that uh, devotees are hoping to be noticed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So one point is that with his uh, leaders who, from whom he expected much, he oftentimes uh, became a little heavy. He's training them. And also, he had all kinds of leaders, and some of them were willful. And he knew it. That's part of the reason that they were effective. But he had to channel that willfulness so that they were careful to use it in Krishna's service. Any other points? Yeah. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Um, I was just uh, 
thinking that Srila Prabhupada practically managed the entire society just through his letters. Yeah, thousands of them. And now we have so many means of communication and it's still such a challenge. Yeah, I, I think about that sometimes. I mean, maybe it was better just by letters. Because <laughs> there's too many apps through which messages come. And if it's just letters all the time, <laughs> you, you know what to expect. And there's also a little gap, too. I always notice in writing letters, I mean, it's happened that I wrote a letter, and then, of course, you got to wait till daylight to go send it. And then by the next day, it's like, nah, I don't think I'll send that. Whereas with emails, like, oops, I think I just sent that. <laughs> I don't think I should have. <laughs> but it's too late. Once it's done, it's done. It's not necessarily a huge improvement. But, I mean, the fact that uh, Prabhupada was so attentive to correspondence, everybody got a response. And that's really amazing, because Prabhupada considered everybody everybody's contribution to be important. And uh, no, no detail was too small for Prabhupada to attend to it. Last one, yeah? I was just appreciating how Prabhupada was always thinking big, actually. Even when, uh, when he was talking about the Rathyatra festival, I was saying, you know, we can expand this all over the world, you can send it. <laughs> So Prabhupada always like, uh, thought about yeah. how he could expand and increase it as much as possible. I pointed out when we were in Prabhupada's room the other day in one of the glass cases, one of my favorite pieces in the museum is a tiny little book, a uh, notebook that Prabhupada wrote in. It was just palm size and hit the pencil that he used to write it is there and then the points that he made and some of the, they were about thinking big also, having the the queen become a devotee, stopping all, pardon? 500 foreigners should become permanent citizens, all meetings should be stopped. I mean, these were brainstorms Prabhupada was having as he wrote in his little book. Okay, I'll read a few more, if it's okay with everybody. This is a letter to Satsvarup, who's in Dallas. Yes, my dear Satsvarup, please accept my blessings. I beg to acknowledge receipt of your letter and GBC report. It is very nice, and I am having it copied and sent to the other GBC members so they may follow your example. I was not at all inconvenienced by you. On the contrary, I say that you were the best secretary and you did your work most faithfully. I appreciated it. May Krishna bless you. Yes, before the spiritual master, a dull-headed fool is required. An over-intelligent disciple is not a very good qualification. Even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu presented himself as a dull-headed fool in front of his spiritual master and faithfully chanted Hare Krishna. So now Krishna has sent you a nice bus, and you have a good field for preaching. Chant, dance, distribute books and prasadam, and everything will increase automatically. I hope this letter meet, finds you well. Your ever-well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. Letter to Tamal Krishna, Bombay. My dear Tamal Krishna, please accept my blessings. I beg to acknowledge receipt of your letter dated 2 August 1973. I have noted the contents very carefully. 
Yes. Prishikeshan yeah. Maharaj may collect money for Vrindavan. That will be nice. But I notice that you are to collect one lakh only. How is that? You are GBCs, so you should collect more than the others. You should collect the highest amount. One thing is that the Hyderabad scheme is hazy, so that collection may be spent for Vrindavan. I'll read that more accurately, I think. One thing is that the Hyderabad scheme is hazy, so that collection may be spent for Vrindavan. See the correspondence with Mahamsa above. Yes, your idea to install Krishna Balaram first is all right. It would be nice if all the deities can be installed at the same time, but if it is not possible, then installation of Krishna and Balaram is all right. I am very pleased to note that in Delhi, they are doing the life membership program. Previously, I suggested this to Madhavananda, and now he is doing it. That's nice. I also was meeting big government officials and distributing my Back to Godhead in that way. At that time, there were no books. I have already written to you in my letter dated July 20th, 1973, that I will dispatch the nine lakhs if negotiations are fruitful. See enclosed letter. You show three lakhs, and I shall show nine lakhs. Yes, I have received the bank statements from CBI. I shall talk of this thing later. Out of 150,000 rupees, you have repaid only 27,000 rupees. You have to complete this immediately, so three lakhs will be shown from Gowala Tank Branch and nine lakhs from CBI head office. So whatever money you collect, use it to fill up this blank. You fill up the 50,000 rupees and I shall show the balance of nine lakhs in the CBI head office. So pay immediately another 30,000 rupees and free the second 500,000 rupees. The collections from your part meant for Vrindavan may be sent later because the construction is going on there. First of all, f first of all fill up if you are serious about, your, about negotiations. I have met Mr. Theramy in Zurich, and he is a nice gentleman. He will pay as promised, so keep him satisfied. Observe many festivals. That will keep both public and devotees alive. Temple means festivals, and festivals means chanting and distribution of prasadam. Regular, excuse me, regarding Hyderabad, I have gotten, I've got the draft and letter, and the reply is sent to Mahamsa and you. If you have got a copy, then you ask Mr. Vakil that the clause number five shall be omitted. You can go to Hyderabad unless you cannot go to Hyderabad unless approved by me. You will understand everything from the enclosed letter. But I am happy to know that the preaching is going on. Above all, our preaching must go on. If we do not get that land, then we may purchase some other land. That is not that is not a very difficult thing but preaching is our real business. If Mr. Nair's solicitors are serious, then we can show bank reference by 25th August, 1973. Gargamuni told me that he collected 50,000 rupees, of which the major portion was spent to pay for bills that Madhavananda left unpaid. If this is a fact, then it is most dangerous. Let me know. Gargamuni is sending you reports, but you have not received this report? I hope this letter meets you in good health. Your ever well-wisher, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. You could also, uh, 
discern from these correspondences how much trust Prabhupada put in his uh, leaders and uh, how much they were doing. Um, they were fully engaged 24-7. I mean, most of the members, uh, I mean, practically all in the beginning days were full-time devotees. That, that's all they were doing was working to expand the Sankirtan movement. When, if there were a few exceptions of people who had professional jobs and were part of the movement, they were seen as anomalies at the time. Not that there was anything wrong with it, obviously, but it just, it was a different dynamic at that time. And then, uh, as most things do, there's trends and things change over time, and we have to adapt to it. Okay, any last points? Yes. I was just uh, remembering how, I mean, recently with Tamal Krishnamaraj's uh, disappearance, they were celebrated. <coughs> I was just thinking how much Prabhupada actually trusted him and how much responsibility he took for serving him. I was just remembering one incident where uh, once Prabhupada asked that, you know, you have to pay me like some some Lakshmi, said, you know, like 60,000 or something. And he told, yes, Prabhupada, and he just gave a blank check saying, you know, Prabhupada, after three months, you can withdraw the money, <laughs> like something like that. So I was just appreciating how much he surrendered. And then after he came out, he was like kind of thinking, you know, how he would do it and just, just thinking about it. Yes, that's, uh, I mean, the leaders that joined early on. Uh, there are so many exceptional leaders. Tamal Krishna Marsh was one of them, exceptional in many ways. One of them is their sheer determination to please Prabhupada. I mean, Prabhupada was able to orchestrate the um, Sankirtan movement and uh, management using the, um, the talents and sometimes very raw energy of the various kinds of devotees who joined. And as usual, there are unique personalities. Each one had a unique personality. Like there was um, Satsrup Maharaj, apparently very different from Tamal Krishnamaraj, had Gukripa Maharaj, who was um, quite motivated to please Prabhupada. And Prabhupada expertly engaged everybody together to and noticing their, their different natures and encouraging them to, to advance in Krishna consciousness and also to cooperate to expand the Sankirtan movement. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Gaur Bhaktivinoda ki jai, Vantra Kopla Rusha, Kripa Sindhabhe, Vachapatitana Pavanibhyo, Vaishnavibhyo, Namo Namaha.